Welcome to the CME CE podcast, Let's Talk MRSA, 20 Frequently Asked Questions. Please review the complete CME CE information at www.mrsa20faqs.com. This podcast is designed to clarify frequently asked questions in serious MRSA infections that pose a threat to patient safety and add to the healthcare burden. Episodes released weekly are structured into four learning modules. Learners can apply for credit after reviewing each learning module. This is the third learning module, Clinical Tactics for MRSA Infections. There are seven episodes in this learning module. This is the fourth episode. In this episode, Dr. Thomas Fowler, Jr. from Northeastern Ohio University's College of Medicine in Rootstown, Ohio, shares his clinical experience. Welcome, and thank you, Dr. Fowler, for joining us. Our previous discussions have addressed the management of skin infections caused by MRSA. For this discussion, we would like to address the optimal treatment of nosocomial pneumonia caused by MRSA. <laughs> Currently, MRSA management guidelines are under development by the Infectious Diseases Society of America, or IDSA, which may address the optimal treatment of MRSA nosocomial pneumonia. However, current management practices are likely based on the IDSA and American Thoracic Society guidelines that were released in 2005. So, Dr. File, what are the guideline recommendations for treating MRSA nosocomial pneumonia? Well, there's basically two agents that are recommended, and those are vancomycin and linazolid. And, and while there's several potential advantages uh, of linazolid, so far the individual randomo, randomized clinical trials have not shown better outcomes. Okay, so the ATS-IDSA guideline recommend vancomycin as a first-line agent. Are there any concerns about how well this agent can penetrate to the site of pulmonary infections? Well, let me first say that as I interpret the guidelines, uh, I would not necessarily say it's the first line versus the second line. I, I think we give two options of therapy, and that's vancomycin uh, and linazolid. Uh, but, as, but as regards to the tissue penetration of, of vancomycin, we know it's somewhat variable, and to a certain extent depends upon the degree of inflammation. But in particularly we know that vancomycin has limited penetration into the lung and the lung epithelial lining fluid. And we know that if the MIC of the particular strain to vancomycin is one or greater, we're probably not going to be able to get enough vancomycin into the infected tissue for optimal outcomes. Uh, and based on uh, current available data, uh, even if we have vancomycin trough concentrations of 15 to 20 micrograms per milliliter, which are now the recommended targets uh, for the trough levels, uh, we will then, if we achieve this, we will achieve effective lung levels if the MIC of the organ is, or of the organism is one or less. However, we also know that the probability of achieving effective levels in the lung to treat pneumonia is very low uh, if the MIC is greater than one, even if we use aggressive uh, dosing regimens of vancomycin. Thus, uh, if the MIC for vancomycin of an MRSA strain is greater than one, I certainly would prefer linazolid uh, over vancomycin. And unfortunately, we're seeing the majority of our strains in our hospital setting uh, where the vancomycin MIC is greater than one. Okay. So is there a role for combination therapy with vancomycin, such as maybe with uh, rifampin? Well, I think this is a bit debatable, uh, and I know some clinicians add 
clindamycin or linazolid uh, primarily as a protein synthesis inhibitor with the thought that we can reduce some of these virulence or, or toxin factors uh, that may be associated uh, with uh, necrotizing pneumonia. But I'm really not aware of controlled studies uh, to show this benefit, at least at this time. And the existing clinical data are basically limited to case reports for patients with uh, necrotizing cavitary pneumonia. And this is an area where I think we really need further studies. Okay. And you mentioned the uh, clinical trials comparing vancomycin and linazolid for treating nosocomial pneumonia. Um, and you mentioned that they, they really showed no significant differences in success rates. Uh, what other information can we take from the results from these trials? Well, there were two major comparative uh, trials of linazolid and vancomycin several years ago uh, for nosocomial pneumonia. Um, and as you said, uh, in these trials, the cure rates were comparable. Uh, there was, however, a retrospective pooled subgroup analysis of MRSA cases in these studies, which found that there were higher cure rates and actually improved survival uh, in the linazolid arm. Now, however, interpretation uh, of this data is somewhat limited by the fact that many patients uh, in the vancomycin arm uh, likely received inadequate dosing of vancomycin because there was no requirement uh, for targeting a specific uh, trough level uh, in, these, in these cases. Uh, in addition, uh, a randomized uh, study of, of linazolid versus vancomycin for MRSA uh, ventilator-associated pneumonia uh, found no significant difference in early microbiologic response rates, and this was just published uh, recently. Uh, thus, I think it's a bit unclear whether one drug is definitely superior to the other, at least based on these clinical trials that we mentioned. Now, having said that, however, uh, a very large study of MRSA ventilator-associated pneumonia to actually assess superiority of linazolid versus vancomycin has just been completed. And we should know the results of this uh, soon, and I'm sure this will be well publicized uh, when we become aware of these results. Okay. And finally, Dr. File, what do you see is the role for newer uh, antimicrobial agents in the treatment of MRSA pneumonia? Well, if we look at uh, Televance in any way, uh, there are two randomized clinical trials uh, that compared this agent to vancomycin and found comparable clinical results, uh, although I must indicate that this agent is not presently approved for MRSA pneumonia, but in the future there may be benefit uh, for this bactericidal agent. Now, tigacycline has activity uh, against MRSA, but again, it's not approved for nosocomial pneumonia. And actually, in randomized clinical trials, specifically against imipenem and vancomycin, uh, this agent did not achieve non-inferiority, at least in the ventilator-associated uh, population, ventilator-associated pneumonia uh, population. This may be due to a pharmacodynamic effect, and maybe they just need to use higher doses uh, in this particular uh, group of patients. Uh, the other agent that you mentioned that's new, daptomycin, uh, however, should not be used for the treatment of non-hematogenously uh, spread MRSA pneumonia because its activity is inhibited uh, by pulmonary surfactant. Well, thank you again, Dr. File, for sharing your insights on this important topic. Please join us again for additional discussions on how to manage serious MRSA infections. Thank you. <laughs>